Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hey, hey, what's going on? I hope you're having an amazing day so far. Today, we're going to be chatting about my hormone healthy smoothie formula because I get a ton of questions about what I put in my smoothies, how to make a good smoothie, what's quote unquote right, what's quote unquote wrong. So today, I'm teaching you all about how to make a super simple and delicious hormone healthy smoothie. So it's going to be a real quick episode, but we're just going to get right to it. So If you've ever wondered, like, all right, what do you actually need to include in a smoothie to ensure it's hormone healthy, you're going to learn exactly that today, and this isn't only for your hormones, it's amazing for your hormones, but it's also immune boosting, it feeds your brain, it brightens your skin, it's filled with nutrients, it is amazing, and it's just a simple formula rather than a recipe, okay? So here's the formula. This is what I always recommend to my clients and what I do myself. I'm going to give you like a basic formula, and then I'll give you some stuff that you could throw in extra if you have some more time or if you want to get a little more fancy with it, okay? So here are five components that need to be included in every single recipe that I recommend are included in every single smoothie recipe that you make. Number one, 70% of it needs to be greens. So whether that's spinach, romaine, Swiss chard, whatever uh, type of green that you like, Put that in there and it needs to be 70% greens. And I don't recommend doing kale a ton raw because if you have too many raw cruciferous vegetables, first of all, it's very tough on your digestion. And second of all, if you have a lower functioning thyroid, it could hinder that more. So I always say to do other greens in your smoothie than kale all the time. Of course, once in a while you could put it in there, but it is a little tougher on digestion And too many raw cruciferous vegetables, which kale is a cruciferous vegetable, could lower your thyroid function. So I always just recommend other greens aside from that. And then I also recommend that you rotate your greens. So if you're doing spinach one week, do romaine the next week, then do Swiss chard the next week, rotate them for a couple of different reasons. Number one is because when you have different greens or different vegetables, different fruits, whatever it is, they have different nutrients. So you're getting a variety of nutrients in your body that we need. So that's the first reason. The second reason is the more variety of foods that we have, the more variety of our good gut bacteria we will have. And you know I'm obsessed with the gut and it's really crucial that not only do we have a lot of good bacteria in our gut, but that we have a variety of good bacteria in our gut because that makes us more resilient, that makes our immunity stronger, that makes everything better because your gut is connected to everything. So rotating your greens and your foods in general will give you a more 
diverse gut microbiome, which is huge. So the first component is 70% greens. The second component is 30% fruit. So you always want to have an abundance more of greens than fruit. And now you could put whatever fruit you want in it. If you want to stay safe, um, if you are someone who does really struggle with insulin resistance and blood sugar dysregulation, you could stick with mixed berries. Of course, always organic for everything that I'm talking about in this smoothie. I always recommend organic, especially for foods that are on the dirty dozen, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, check out episode two of this podcast. And you could also head to ewg.org for more information on that. But berries are awesome for our hormones. They're really great. They are low glycemic. They're great for our brain. They have tons of antioxidants and quercetin. And they're really high ORAC value, which means they're super, super healthy. So berries are an amazing option. But I also recommend rotating your fruit based on the phase that you're in in your cycle. So I love talking about this. I'm going to be talking about it a lot more. Um, I have an upcoming group course called Honor Your Cycle. That's really all about supporting your body depending on which phase you're in in your cycle. And part of that is switching up your nutrition for whatever phase you're in in your cycle. So for example, berries are really great in your ovulatory phase. Oranges are awesome in your follicular phase. Apples are great in your luteal phase. So it's great to rotate them, again, for the nutrient variety, for the more diverse gut microbiome, and then to support your phase of your cycle because every single week our body is changing, our hormones are changing, and we need to be able to support that properly, not only only with nutrition, but with productivity, with lifestyle, with sleep, with everything, because that is how we are going to thrive and really honor our cycle, which is why I named the course that, and see so many benefits in every single area of our life. So that's what I would say, rotate your fruit, but in general, you, if you want to just stick to something, you could stick to berries for now. So we have 70% greens, 30% fruit. The third component is two tablespoons of a healthy fat. So healthy fats, I did a whole podcast episode on that. If you miss it, go back. I'll link it in the show notes. But fats are crucial for our blood sugar stabilization, which dysregulated blood sugar is a huge root cause of hormone imbalances. It's also amazing for our brain, for our energy levels. We need healthy fats to produce certain hormones. So we have to make sure that we're including healthy fats in every single meal that we have, including in your smoothies. So whether you want that to be a chia seed gel, um, I will also link in here, I did a video in IGTV on Instagram about how to make chia seed gel and why to actually make it. So I'm not going to get into it right here, but I will link it in the show notes. You could open that up. It's super, super easy. And the reason for it is just because chia seeds absorb a ton of water. So if you don't prehydrate them and you just put them right in the smoothie, you're go- it's going to dehydrate you because it's going to soak up all the water. So Check that link in the show notes for how to make it and more information on chia seed gel. But I love putting chia seed gels in smoothies. They're really high in protein, super high in omega-3s, which are anti-inflammatory, really high in fiber, which I'm huge on because it's so supportive to your gut. So I always love using chia seed gel. You could also do flax seeds or pumpkin seeds if you're in the first half of your cycle or sesame and sunflower seeds if you're in the second half of your cycle, meaning flax and pumpkin in your follicular and ovulatory phases, which is from day one to about day 14, depending on when you ovulate, and then sesame or sunflower seeds in the second half of your cycle, meaning in your luteal phase, which will be probably after you ovulate, could be around day 
day 16, day 21, depending on how long your cycle is. So though, but again, you could just stick to a chia seed gel to make it super easy if you're just starting out with this. I really love that. I think it actually adds more benefit when you do the chia seed gel instead of the facts, the flax or pumpkin, um, just because it's a little more dense. So it keeps you fuller longer, which helps stabilize your blood sugar. So, so far we have 70% greens, 30% fruit, two tablespoons of a healthy fat. And then number four is a protein powder or spirulina. So it's totally up to you what you want to do. You could switch it up and see how you do and how you feel. The protein powders that I love are Sun Warrior protein powder. I'll link that in the show notes. Um, Organifi protein powder is great. I personally can't use it because I have a mushroom sensitivity and there are mushrooms in there. I tried it out and my skin started getting weird again, but it does taste good. So if you like Organifi, you could also check out that in the show notes. I have a link there. If you use code Corinne, you get 15% off for that. Um, so you could do a scoop of a protein powder per serving, okay, one scoop per serving, or you could use spirulina, which is amazing. It's really high in nutrients. It's high in protein. It's such a great option. So you could switch it up. Sometimes I do spirulina. Sometimes I do protein powder. Sometimes I do both. Totally depends whichever you prefer. But again, that's just the formula. This is why I'm not giving you a specific recipe because everybody's different. And I want to teach you how to actually create meals instead of just giving you a blueprint and thinking that you have to just stick to that exact recipe I give you. I want you to have a formula so you can play around with it yourself. Okay? So we have... 70% greens, 30% fruit, two tablespoons of healthy fat, a protein powder or spirulina. And then the last component, number five, is lemon. So just like in the morning, we do half of a squeezed lemon in warm water to help our digestion. I recommend doing half of a lemon in your smoothies as well because it gives you an extra boost of vitamin C because lemon is really high in vitamin C. And when you have all those greens that we were talking about, those dark leafy greens are really high in iron, but in order for our body to absorb iron properly, we have to have vitamin C present. So putting that lemon in your smoothie helps you be able to more easily absorb the iron in the greens. So it gives you extra vitamin C and it allows you to absorb that iron, which is super, super important, especially if you are plant-based. So that is the core formula. You got your 70% greens, 30% fruit, two tablespoons healthy fat, a protein powder or spirulina, and lemon. Now, if that, you could literally just do that and that would be amazing. Now, I'm going to give you a couple things that you could add in extra if and when you're ready or if you just want to throw it in sometimes. So, you could throw in some celery or some cucumbers to have some more greens to add some more nutrients in there. I tend to throw that in often. You can also add in ginger, which I highly recommend, especially in the colder months if you are someone that lives in a cold climate. Adding ginger to it not only boosts your immunity and helps your digestion, but it also adds warmth to it. So having raw foods can add some coldness in your body. And we want to make sure that we are adding some warmth in there, especially if you live in a colder climate. So adding just like an inch thick of a ginger slice is great. Cinnamon also adds some warmth. You could throw some cinnamon in there. It also helps lower your blood sugar levels if you have higher blood sugar and it's high in iron. So that's a great thing that you could throw in there as well. Other than that, that's really it. It's super simple. I always recommend making them in batches. I have a Vitamix, which is a really awesome blender. Um, I highly recommend it. It is an investment, but it's so worth it if you are someone that's making smoothies a ton. You can make soups in there. You can blend anything up in there. Um, If you have a Costco near you, they have ones that are way more affordable there, so I'd recommend that you go there to buy one. 
And then the other two things I want to say about the smoothie is to have at least 18 ounces per serving. A lot of times I'll talk to my clients, I'll give them the formula, the recipes, all that stuff, and they'll be like, I'm still hungry, and I'll ask them after, and they'll just be having a really tiny mason jar size, and that is not enough. So we need to have at least 18 ounces of the smoothie per serving. I make them in batches, so I do a huge blender full, usually gets me about three servings at one time, and you could leave three servings in the fridge at one time. You could really leave three to four tops in the fridge at one time and it's fine. And if you're making two batches, which I used to do when I was teaching, you could put the rest in the freezer and then just take one out the night before you're going to have it and let it thaw out on the counter overnight. So also with that, if you do live in a colder climate or even if you don't, I do recommend taking it out of the fridge at least an hour before you're going to eat it so it's not so cold. Because whenever we ingest anything cold, even if it's summertime or if you're in a warm climate, it it slows down our digestion, it constricts our digestion, and we never want to do that. We always want to be thinking about how we can support our digestion. So leaving it out about an hour before you eat it so it so it's more room temperature will help your digestion more. And then also I said eat it, and you're probably like, oh, I thought we were talking about a smoothie. I always recommend that you chew the smoothie and take it slow. If you're just chugging it, because it is a smoothie, right? It's like a drink, so you're like, oh, let me just chug it. That could cause a lot of bloating because because think about all the food you're putting in it. You're putting the greens, the fruit, the healthy fats. You're putting all this stuff in it and blending it up. So yeah, it's easy to chug if you wanted to, but you're still ingesting all of this food that your body has to consume and digest. It's pre-digested because it's blended, but still. So chewing it, when we chew, it it uh, produces saliva, which will help us actually digest more. And it helps those digestive enzymes get going so we can digest all this fiber that we're intaking. If you're chugging it, you will get bloated because it's a ton of fiber. So I recommend chewing it, taking it slow, drinking it over at least a course of a half an hour. If you're drinking it, within 10 minutes. I don't recommend that. You will most likely get bloated. And this could also be a reason why people are like, I can't have smoothies or a lot of vegetables because I get really bloated. This could be the reason why. So definitely chew it and take it slow. Okay. So let's wrap this up in a little bow. And here's the basic formula. Number one, 70% greens and make sure you're rotating your greens. Number two, 30% fruit. Rotate them based off the phase that you're in in your cycle. Number three, two tablespoons of a healthy fat. I love chia seed gel in there. Again, I will link in the show notes the video of the IGTV I did on Instagram about why I recommend chia seed gel and how to actually make it. It's super, super easy, so don't let that stop you. Number four is either a protein powder or spirulina. Again, check the show notes for my favorite protein powders. Number five is lemon to have that vitamin C boost and to help you absorb the iron. That is the basics for your smoothie. And then, of course, oh, I should have added this in there. Of course, your liquid base, I recommend doing half filtered water and half nut milk, either coconut milk, cashew milk, almond milk, whatever. That is always really good. It makes it creamy and it just gives it a good taste to it instead of doing just water. But you could do just water too. It's totally up to you, okay? And then I also recommend having at least 18 ounces per serving and taking it out of the fridge at least an hour before eating it and chewing it to help your digestion, taking it slow over the course of 30 minutes. And then if you want to throw some extra things in there, you could throw in some cucumber or some celery, some ginger and cinnamon for warmth, and then that's it. So keep it simple. It doesn't have to be crazy. Of course, I'll add in some adaptogens and all this stuff here and there, but that's because I've been making smoothies for years and years and years. 
is. So it's not something I even have to think about anymore. But if you are just starting out, when you're first starting out, it could be super overwhelming. If you look at a recipe and you're like, oh my God, there's 15 different things I have to put in here. This is going to take me forever. And then it might make you feel like, oh, I'm just not even going to do it. When that's so unnecessary. Having this formula of these five components to add into every single smoothie makes it super simple, allows you to experiment and put which ones you actually like into your smoothie. And it's hormone healthy, it's nutrient dense, it's immune boosting, all the things. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope this allows you to feel like you can create your own smoothie and know that this is really good for your body and then you could play around with it and not feel like you have to follow a 20-step recipe to just make a smoothie. So let me know if you liked this. I also have, I will link this also in the show notes, I posted my favorite smoothie recipe and all the actual like ingredients and amounts and quantities and all that stuff on Instagram. So I will link that below if you want to check that out too. But what I want you to know is that you could do this on your own. Just think about the percentages, having the protein, having the two tablespoons of a healthy fat, adding that lemon, and that's it. It does not have to be super complicated. It doesn't have to take a long time. You can make batches at a time, and then you're all set up for the week. Oh, and then one other thing I want to throw in since we're talking about the different phases of our cycle. Smoothies are not always beneficial to us in every single phase of our cycle. So this is why I'm so passionate about this upcoming course, Honor Your Cycle, because for so long, I was having a smoothie every single day for breakfast. And while, of course, it always has a ton of nutrients, it doesn't always support us depending on which phase that we're in. So if we think of each phase like a season, your follicular phase, which is the phase right after you have your period, is like spring, ovulation is summer, luteal is fall, and menstruation is winter. So in the spring and summer phases, follicular and ovulatory, so the phases right after you get your period and then ovulation, is the best time, those are the best phases to have raw foods. Really, ovulation is the best time to have raw foods, but I like to have my smoothies for during my follicular and my ovulatory phases. And then in the second half of your cycle, in your luteal and your menstrual phase, it's actually tougher for us to digest all of this raw food, and we need some more warming things because our hormones are changing. So we have to change what we're doing in accordance to what our hormones are doing. So I do recommend having smoothies in the first half of your cycle. I don't really recommend them too much in the second half of your cycle. You could have them once in a while, but I would switch it up and have more warming breakfasts, maybe like an oatmeal or avocado toast or something like that instead to switch it up and to make sure that you're supporting your hormones. So I'm going to be talking more about this group course as it gets closer, but I, as you know, I already have one group course, which is called Mind Your Hormones, and that is really for someone who needs to really change their lifestyle. They need to learn how to have a hormone-healthy lifestyle. They maybe just got diagnosed with PCOS or their hormones are all out of balance. They have endometriosis that's super painful. They maybe don't have a period. They don't know where to start. That Mind Your Hormones 101 is really getting down to the basics, teaching you what supports your hormones, what doesn't support your hormones, how to have a sustainable, healthy hormone healthy lifestyle. So that's that group course. But this group course that I'm talking about, Honor Your Cycle, is for you if you've been on this path a little while, your period is regular, you've already made some changes to your lifestyle, you have a pretty solid lifestyle down, but now you really want to amplify it up because maybe you're still experiencing some symptoms of acne and mood swings and bloating and headaches and things like that and you just don't feel as energetic as you want to and you need to know how to actually support 
support your body in each phase of your cycle in all areas of your life so you could flow with the wave instead of going against it. That is who Honor Your Cycle is for. So if you're interested in learning more about Honor Your Cycle, text me the word honor to my text list. You can just click the link in the show notes and sign right up or you text the word honor to 516 516- Four three zero five one four four. And if you're interested in more information about the first group course I was talking about, about really getting your lifestyle under control, if you have an irregular period, you don't know where to start, you're like, I need a serious lifestyle makeover, text the word or the letters MYH101 for Mind Your Hormones 101 to 516-430-5144. All this will be in the show notes in case you want to be on the wait list because I do only accept a specific amount of people and the people that are in my my clients that are currently in Mind Your Hormones 101, they get first dibs on Honor Your Cycle so they can move into that course. And I know a ton of them are already moving into it. So just so you know, I wanted to keep you in the loop. But thank you for being here. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope you can now make an amazing smoothie every morning during the first half of your cycle so you can feel amazing and know that you are starting your day off on a hormone healthy way that's keeping your blood sugar balanced. So I will talk to you soon. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.